What's going on, guys? AJ here back again, bringing you yet another episode of the E1B2 Collective Podcast. What I want to talk about today, guys, is trying to figure out, um, just at a macro business level, how I can outsource the Corey team process for organizations. And so what I mean by that is, you guys know the, the Corey team process is connected to the company Beyond Resume, which is connected to a collaborator, a partner, an integration partner by the name of Jessica, connected to um, Fivewire. But what I found, what I've realized, what I've experienced is that I believe the core 18 process should and can be operationalized inside inside of an organization into their hiring process and system. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to kind of walk through that. And frankly, I'm going to tell you guys everything that goes into it. Uh, I believe every single organization should do something like this. And then I think um, organizations that either don't have the scale um, or organizations that either don't have you know, the interest, the desire to build out the capability internally, um, the, uh, the the team and the operational bandwidth to do it internally, <clears throat> I believe they should consider, uh, if I've, I, I roll this out officially, uh, they should consider making uh, the core team process something that is um, something that is an outsourced function. So a few thoughts here, want to share them with you guys and uh, let's get into this. So for starters, I believe that the problem that most organizations face is, in my personal opinion, they do not gather enough contextual applicant data. Contextual. You guys know what the word context means, right? Contextual applicant data when it comes to the hiring process connected to director level uh, and above roles. I just believe that it's objectively true across the board. I believe there are so many tests out here. Myers-Briggs, the list can go on and on different questions, things that we can do. But I believe these still, organizations at scale still, <coughs> excuse me, uh, they don't collect enough of that data. Contextual data. And what do I mean by contextual data? When I say contextual data, I'm talking about data that is contextual to that person's life, experiences, perspectives at an operational level around how they will show up for your company day to day, month to month, year to year. That is what I mean. And I believe that that data, again, is not collected proactively enough. And frankly, in most cases, it's not collected at all. I feel they don't have an effective, empathetic, and authentic process that generates that data. Again, I just genuinely believe that's true. So what are we going to do about that, right? What are we going to do about that? If you think that's the problem, Anthony, if you think that's the problem, what are we going to do about it? Then my thoughts goes here. Well, there's a secondary problem as well. If you don't, gather that data. What does that now mean? That means you're bringing someone into your organization that may not be a good fit operationally. And that's a problem in itself. We talk about, and we all know, retention, uh, new hire churn, uh, new hire engagement, new hire productivity, productivity overall, engagement overall, um, churn. I mean, the list can go on and on of all the data, all the money, all the finances, all the Negatives and positives that come along with finding the right and or the wrong person that you're trying to bring into your organization, especially at the director and the executive levels. So, okay, what's the solution, guys? Right. That's what you're probably thinking. Well, the solution, I think, is this. Uh, For the better part of the year, I've been executing a core team process. Right. We've worked with plenty of clients. We understand that it works. The core team process is when I work with an applicant that is considering, excited about joining an organization um, and they're reaching out to us to do so in a, in a more uh, isolated moment. So 
they're investing out of their own pocket, coaching to understand who they are, a self-awareness exercise, if you will, who they are operationally, right? Um, And then we're taking that data, we're giving them every single coaching, every single motivation, every single battery in their back to then articulate that information in kind of like a detective framework, if you will. And so what we're doing is we're saying, hey, uh, Claudia, let's understand who you are operationally today at, at, at 47, right? Here's why. Who you were when you jumped into the workforce at 21, at 29, at 32, at 38, at 42, it's very different than who you are now at 47. Your desires, your goals around many different categories that we then go into are very, very different than your desires and your needs and your focuses and your non-negotiables at 27 and 32 and 38. It's very different now. And so what's important to do, it's important to understand if the organization currently, authentically, has the capability of meeting you where you are. Because if the organizations meet you where you are, you will be that much better for an employee. Your ramp up time to productivity will be that much faster. Thus, they will make more money off of you. You will make more money, have opportunities for progression, probably want to stay at the company longer, have better relationships, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, that is connected to a positive interaction, positive culture, positive experiences. You're getting more shit done. Everyone wins, right? And so we have clients that pay us out of pocket, typically about 1500 to 2000 bucks before they gear up to go into a company to, to, to figure out if this is going to be the company for them, right? So I believe the solution is the following. Why Yeah, why doesn't companies, why don't companies do this themselves? Why don't we as organizations spend a little bit of our money, our time, our efforts for the last, let's call it one to five applicants that we genuinely feel really great about at the director and VP levels. We've gone through whether we have an ATS system or whether we've just done it independently. We've gone through five, 10, 15, 20, 100, 300, 500, 1,000 applications we then have thrown them so many different tests, Myra Briggs tests and all these different you know, tests to understand their competence and their, and their perspectives and their points of views. And they've understood who we are at an employer branding level and all these different things. And now we finally are looking at the last five folks that are trying to become our next head of sales or trying to become our next head of engineering. They're trying to become our next CTO. They're trying to become our next head of marketing. They're trying to become our next head of people, whatever the case is going to be, right? They're trying to do that. Now we're looking at five folks here. Why don't we send them through mainly, and then at the very back half, it's a a pretty tangible human-to-human experience. Why don't we send them through an automated process that then leads them to speaking to a Corey team coach where we do two things. Number one, we give them something to remember us by. The Corey team process is a process that generates so much self-awareness So much self-awareness, so much clarity, so much insight about who you are, that if an organization puts an applicant through that process, that applicant will never forget about that organization. That is a fact. That is not not, uh, an opinion. That is not something that I'm wishing, that I'm wanting. That is a fact. The organization is helping that applicant learn something about themselves that they can take for the rest of their career and life. That is just objective. 
Now, you tell me why it's not important for a Nike to do that. You tell me why it's not important for an Adidas to do that. You tell me why it's not important for a Grasshopper to do that. To do that. You tell me why it's not important for a Zoom to do that. You tell me why all these great brands that we know and love that have great products and services, you tell me why it's not, it's not important from an employer branding perspective for them to put out thoughts or for them to, uh, I'm sorry, help facilitate and understand and push transparency through their applicants for the applicants so the applicants can walk away even if they don't get selected to the company to be that employee for that role. You tell me why it's not important for the applicant to now have that information for themselves. Because now, on a first date, coffee with a friend or a colleague, they say, look, hey, did you get that job? No, I didn't get that job. But you know what that job did do for me? They helped me understand who I am. Now, with this information, I now can go to the next company that I did get, and I feel really great about it. But not only that, I didn't get the job at Zoom. Oh, Zoom, yeah, I've heard really. This is the next friend talking at the coffee, right? I'm doing a little skit for you guys. They're like, oh, yeah, Zoom, I've heard about that. They did a lot of great things during COVID. Yeah, whatever the case is going to be. You're like, you know what? My boss has been telling me that we need to really switch up from Google Hangouts. We need to start checking out Zoom. Thanks for reminding me. That's employer branding, guys. Now Zoom's going to make more money. Now Zoom may have another human being talking about Zoom. That's how it all works. You just help them pay for marketing. You just help them pay for maybe a potential great employee, a great partner, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So my point is, number one, we want to give them that. Number two, number two, the organization needs to have the core team information. The organization needs to take that information and make sure that they feel comfortable about that information. Because what the core 18 process does is it inevitably allows an applicant to understand what he or she's non-negotiables are going to be. Or they and things of that nature. You guys, you know, you know, I'm trying to keep up with the times here. But you guys know the gist of what I'm saying. Respectfully. The applicant. The human being that is trying to attempt to be a part of your organization. This company now will finally understand the operational realities of that human in real time, guys. Today, the information, the the insights, the non-negotiables, whether it's six of the 18, three of the 18, 19 of the 18, it's a joke. They will now know, right? So that's important. They will now know and now they can really make, the organization can make, a very thoughtful decision of whether that person will be a great operational fit. And let me remind you guys, organizations that generate revenue, organizations that are ran productively, are ran productively and are executed, excuse me for the stumbling, with high-performing teams. How are high-performing teams created, guys? High-performing teams are created by motherfuckers in the organization that all operate either at a similar level or respect the diversity, equity, and inclusion of each other, thus they fit into the right organizational culture and structure to be able to get things done. And excuse me for the F-bomb there, but I get excited. So what am I saying? Let me walk you through the process of why and how, if you're listening right now, if you're a founder, a VC, an angel, a head of people internally, a general manager, someone that just works at a company, if you're a human being listening to this, and you work inside of a company or you own a company, let me tell you why you should outsource. And again, I don't even have this process already figured out yet. This is not a company. So I guess if you, in theory, if you want to call me or email me, you can. And I guess we could 
piece it together and do it for you. But this is just something I believe you guys should do. Whether you want to build it internally, whether you want to reach out to a friend that you know is in the HR space and they want to kind of create this and you do it outsource. But here's the process. Step number one, send the applicant, all applicants, a recording of the Beyond Resume uh, team explaining each of the 18 categories connected to the core 18. These explanations should be done in a way that is clean, simple, not too long winded, but engaging enough to grab one attention. So what you do is you send every applicant an unpacking, an understanding of each of the 18 categories so they understand, so they know. I personally believe this should be um, in a podcast format with uh, a PDF that kind of outlines and visualizes each thing so they can also read it when they get a chance as well. But I like the podcast format because it allows them to listen while they're picking up the kids from school, listen while they're in the gym, whatever the case is. And then once they get home and they are nice and calm and peaceful and focused, they can then look at the PDF version of it and kind of see with their own eyes for their context as well. But they hear someone's voice, energy, etc. And that'll be from a Beyond Resume, aka Core 18 staff member. Second step. Give applicants an option to fill out the Core 18 Q&A form, contextual to the Core 18 recording. This form will be unpacking, I'm sorry, this form will be unpacked during the facilitation process that I'll explain to you guys in a minute. The questions they will have will be based around clearing up any and all categories that are unclear to them after listening to the Core 18 recording. Very important as well. Right, Because there are going to be questions that people have inevitably. Maybe they don't understand a certain category. Maybe they didn't understand certain aspects of it. They're going to have questions. Step three, have the applicant fill out the core 18 reflection sheet. This will give the applicant space to unpack thoughts, shoot from the head. Then the sheet will be sent directly to a core 18 coach. So just like we've done, and many of us have worked for companies where we spend two, three, four, five hours filling out information, insights, data, right? That we then give back to the organization so they know who they're, they're, who they're potentially getting in bed with. Step four, then we will have each applicant conduct a 90-minute meeting with a core team coach where the coach goes through questions, data from the reflection sheet, then facilitates and pushes for more truth, clarity, honesty, aka value that we're giving to the applicant because we want the applicant to win regardless in life a.k.a. the employer branding feedback and advice that I talked to you guys about and coaches the applicant to unpack their operational truths to inevitably land on their non-negotiables. It's a 90-minute process, right? And remember, these are your director-level, VP-level, executive-level roles, important roles, impactful roles, so you want to get it right. Step five. Core 18 coach takes all data, packages that data into a final deliverable that then gets sent back to the organization and reviewed with hiring manager, departments, heads of, and executives. And pretty much the core 18 person is like, look, we don't have any skin in this game either way. You guys have paid us our money. We have successfully gathered this information. We have successfully created a great experience, created psychological safety. Here is the raw data of who you are potentially getting to be your head of uh, head of people, head of marketing, head of sales, COO, whatever the title is. Here's the raw data. Here's what we suggest you do with this raw data. 20, 30 minute meeting max. Now, what's the outcome? What's the goal? 
The goal and the outcome is simple. The organizations now have so much detailed data around non-negotiables. You know what a non-negotiable is, guys listening? A non-negotiable is the following. If a human being in the 6, 12, 15, 4, 3 of the core 18 aspects, if a human being does not experience, does not feel, does not get, does not receive, those non-negotiables, they will either A, completely mentally check out, inevitably becoming a shit employee, pardon my French, B, decide to walk away from the company within the first 90 days, aka very expensive, C, will potentially have so many questions, so many conflicting moments and perspectives and thoughts and theories and just operational different points of views that they can cause a lot of friction that can actually slow down productivity inside the organization. Again, very costly, which can then have a ripple effect in other folks in the organization, which can potentially drive them to leave the org, which is also very expensive, not good. Those are the things that are connected to the non-negotiables. And no organization, big, small, or indifferent, can afford those. So what's the punchline? The punchline is the following. If you do this process, whether you outsource it, do it internally, whatever the case is going to be, I believe you will land on an employee that is a great operational fit, that will stay at your company longer, that will have a more productive and effective ramp up time that will just get shit done. It's a good decision, guys. And here's the, here's the following step. We all can admit companies aren't doing this. Companies are not doing this. So... What's my suggestion? My suggestion is simple. Whether you call me, call John down the street, call whoever you want to call. I don't really give a shit at this exact time. Do what you got to do, but make this process happen. Make this happen for you. Make this happen for your organization. Make this happen for your product. Make this happen for your service. Make this happen for yourself. Make this happen for the world. It's about damn time we start doing things that make the world better, you know? It's an important thing to do, right? So one man's thoughts, one's man, one man's opinion. Hopefully I gave you guys value. Thanks a lot.